0: Dementia Researcher with a blog and a narrating. Finding the right experience. One of the first things that we learn when applying to college, university or a job is that gaining some sort of work experience is really important. I remember friends who planned on studying medicine, frantically trying to find work experience within hospitals and those applying for law, emailing law firms to ask for any sort of experience that they could offer. With traditional vocational degrees, The type of experience that is typically offered is very much standard and has been in place for years. When looking to gain experience in a field of research, particularly neuroscience or psychology, this isn't really the case. Before applying to university for my undergraduate degree, I struggled to gain any work experience. I wasn't quite sure where to start as I'm a first generation student and I have entered a completely different field to the one my parents work in. I didn't have access to the right connections who could offer me exclusive opportunities like some of my peers did, who were perhaps going into a similar field as their parents or who knew family friends from the time their parents spent at university. Upon speaking to people at university, I also realised that having gone to a state school, my school didn't necessarily have access to some of the alumni or parents or pupils that private school networks did, and therefore had fewer connections to reach out to when looking to aid or search for experience. If I'm being totally honest, for a while, I felt a bit lost, and I didn't really know what I was supposed to be looking for, but I began to pick up as many opportunities as I could. As I was applying for psychology and neuroscience for my undergrad, I tried to get as involved with, as possible with various charity committees and fundraising efforts in school, and I organised an Alzheimer's Awareness Week to raise money for Alzheimer Scotland. I also worked with children who had difficulty reading and helped them to develop their reading and writing skills in order to cope better with lessons in school. I luckily got involved in enough opportunities to gain entry to the course I wanted, and I continued to stay as active in my fundraising efforts during my time at university. While at university, I started to find the areas of research that interested me. As I mentioned previously, I didn't have many contacts in the field, and while this does make it more difficult to find experience, It meant that I learned to really put myself out there. I emailed countless people from PhD students to lecturers and labs within the University of Glasgow and beyond. I definitely got over any fear of approaching people and in the end, it started to pay off. I was offered two internships in the summer between my second and third year of university. One involved assisting a PhD student in the data collection for their research, which gave me great experience in working with older adults in a research setting and the other required me to complete the data extraction for a systematic review with a lecture at a different university within the same city. Both were quite different and gave me a broad range of experience, which has been really helpful when applying to jobs, further research experience and my master's degree at UCL. The Institute of Neurology actually sent me a personalised letter, which referred to my research experience at the time of applying and I think it probably played a huge part in receiving my offer. During the COVID-19 pandemic, I had a brilliant summer research opportunity fall through and I know that many others were left in similar situations. If you're currently looking for research opportunities, then it could be worth looking to see what there is advertised in an online or work from home format. Data analysis and systematic reviews can often be performed in remote settings and in my experience, I was able to fit this type of work around my own schedule. One major bugbear that I and many others have with the type of experience that many students find at school or university is that it's often unpaid work. I have never been paid for any of the research experience I've done and at times I was expected to work multiple days a week with no expenses being covered. This is one aspect of research that I feel is still lagging behind when it comes to inclusion, as students from low income backgrounds and those that rely on paid, part-time or even full-time work, cannot afford to take on unpaid research experience while also earning enough to live. Students from more fortunate backgrounds are often able to take on unpaid work as they have enough support from home to do so, and this creates a massive divide in the opportunities available to people from varying backgrounds. I personally had to work alongside any research experience I was given, and it was not easy to meet the demands of both a paid job and unpaid work experience. If you're in a position where you cannot afford to take on unpaid work experience, then I have one piece of advice, and that's to make the most of the opportunities that you have at university. I've referred to various pieces of coursework I completed and applications to postgraduate degrees, and often about my dissertation project. I spent time finding a dissertation supervisor that I worked well with and that I created a project with that I was truly passionate about. This resulted in a first class grade for my dissertation, and this is something that helped my application to UCL and also helped me to secure an amazing research project with a great supervisor for my master's degree this year. While some people dread the dissertation they face at the end of their degree, I found that by choosing something I was passionate about, I really enjoyed the research process and it paid off in the end. I have a few top tips. Number one, if you don't ask, you don't get. Number two, people are much more willing to help you than you might think. And you're usually helping them in return. Number three is to aim high. Don't be afraid to approach people or think that you're underqualified as everyone has to start somewhere and most researchers know and remember this feeling. Number four is to be careful when choosing a dissertation or final research project supervisor and topic at university. This is probably going to be your first independent piece of research and it gives you an opportunity to impress your future employers and universities. And the last tip is if you're struggling to find research experience, try to look for work within your area of interest in a different setting. For example, working with a charity or in a healthcare setting can be just as valuable. Thank you for reading and listening, and please stay tuned for another update on my progress in my MSc next month. Morgan. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.